Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good evening to all you geeks out there in geekland, geekdom land. Yes, that is correct. So here's the dealio to everybody. Today is a special day. Today is Star Wars Podcast Day 2023, and the reason it is like February 7th uh, is because the very first Star Wars podcast uh, aired their first episode February 7th, 1999, and um, we here at Two Geeks have been celebrating with the the folks at uh, Hashtag Star Wars Podcast Day. <laughs> Uh, ever since our inception yeah. actually yeah and um yeah and so usually when you see on the list we're like we're like one of the first ones on there only because it's alphabetical order and our podcast starts with a two <laughs> i inadvertently geniusly did that <laughs> <laughs> right so uh if you want to check us out you could do hashtag star wars podcast day 2023 or Hashtag SWPD 2023. And um, it is neat. I mean, we are one of, I mean, dozens, dozens of. I think there's a hundred podcasts that are involved in this at at the last count. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of shows to check out celebrating uh, Star Wars podcast day. So go, go make sure and check those guys out too. Yeah, it is neat. You, it'd be amazing to see all the ones that are are doing something today to to just really mark the occasion. And so, uh, Mike had a great idea, um, as always, about what we cover <laughs> and stuff like that. And um, and I had not read this series, uh, Dark Empire, Star Wars, Dark Empire, but he has referenced it. If you guys have listened to the show, he has referenced it. Uh, several times um, some key tie-ins and stuff like that. So um, I, I'm pretty excited about our show, but uh, Mike, I'll, I'll let you kind of give us a little more background about the, about the comic book series and, and kind of give us a summary. Well, the first thing I'll do is show the cover to issue number one. Um, I got to say the, the cover art on these comics are just beautiful. They They're do fabulous. Cool. The yeah. the inside art is okay. It's not the it's best. okay. Yeah, it's right. just okay. But the story is amazing. I love the story. It's so a good just, story. Just to give a little background on it, the Dark Empire is a six issue comic series that was created by Tom Beach um, and Cam Kennedy. I hope I'm saying that right. The series was first published by Dark Horse Comics in 1991, who recently Dark Horse has picked up some of the Star Wars comics again, but I think it's more of a kiddish type thing. Um, uh, And takes place in the Star Wars Expanded Universe. The story is set several years after the events of the original Star Wars film. 
uh, A New Hope and follows the conflict between the New Republic and the Reborn Empire, led by the resurrected Emperor Palpatine. So technically it takes place after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can blame that on chat GTP. I had it help me write this. <laughs> right? It's always fun. So I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame the robot. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, That's why they're coming to take us over. Anyway, <laughs> the series <laughs> opened with the return of the of Emperor Palpatine, who has miraculously survived his death in the original Star Wars trilogy, or to quote Poe. Poe Dameron in the new sequel trilogy. He somehow came back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I absolutely hate. But no, right. I'm going to read what they did in the comic book. And it was so much better than what they did in the sequel film. It was much more better. More better. I don't have a drink right Cheers. now. <laughs> <Cheers>. <laughs> Brenda's on her way to get me a Diet Coke. <laughs> Here you go. Cheers. Cheers. Right on. No, oh, that's weird. <laughs> she gave me a drink of a monster. Um, where was I at? Uh, Emperor Palpatine, who has miraculously survived. Miraculously survives. Okay. Palpatine seeks to regain control of the galaxy and restore the power of the Empire. The new Re- republic, led by Princess Leia, fights against the Empire and dark and Palpatine's dark minions. And that's not the minions from the Little minions, right. little, little minions, by the, the way. dark side minions, <laughs> the dark side, including his clone bodies. Plural. Yeah, that, that's something I would have really liked to have explored more. Thank you. In the, uh, I have a drink now. <laughs> right on. <laughs> In Yay. the sequel trilogy. Anyway, uh, dun, dun, dun. story also explores the themes of redemption and the consequences of past actions as well as the battle between good and evil as the series progresses the fate of the galaxy is left hanging in the balance and the main characters are forced to make difficult choices in order to restore peace and here's a more detailed anyway sorry I'm acting like right. our president reading stuff that I shouldn't be reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So here's how what we normally do. We normally give kind of like our overall score of what we liked uh, about it um, kind of a thing. Try not to do too many spoilers necessarily. Um, we didn't pick a scale. What? We got to pick a scale for this one. Right. Hmm. Palpatine clones. Oh, well, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. All that. right. All right. Palpatine close. All right. All right. So, uh, all right. Here's my score for the series, the six issue series. Um, I'm dying. I liked, I liked the story. Um, you're right. The artwork was okay. The cover art was fabulous. Um, there are parts that I was that I didn't care about story wise. I was like, "Yeah, moving along. This isn't the story I want. I want the you story." You even scripted comic books uh, in certain <laughs> points, sort of. But I looked at every page. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that is a new one. 
<laughs> wow, Stephen. Of course, okay, I'll give you a break because I know you, you've had some interesting things happening in life this week. And so I'll, I'll give you a break. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Won't harp you too much. <laughs> but once you get used to your schedule, I'm harping the hell out of you next time. You say <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you grace today. You great. Right, well, thank you. I appreciate. You know, that. it's thank it's you. all in honor of Star Wars Podcast Day. That's that. that's right. I will that's give you right. grace for Star Wars Podcast Day. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I mean, there's it. only bits and pieces here and there that I was like, I don't care about these characters. There, I know they're just side characters in this. I so think that I know. What I, you're talking about. You know. Well, anyway, so yeah, we'll go into that. So, but but overall, I loved the intrigue. This the story still had a, a a great plot twist in the beginning that I was like, oh, no, you know, kind of a thing. And then uh, and then realizing it created a different plot twist later on that I was like, okay. And then how they played that plot twist was really good. Um, In other words, the first plot twist is it is your destiny. That is correct. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that is correct. And we'll get into that. I don't want to spoil too much, everybody. And then how that was played out um, and and some interesting character developments out of that. I thought we're good. So that's really the storyline that I cared about realistically and um and it was really and it was the main theme of of the story you know what you know not a what if but but really a what if luke goes to the dark side kind of a thing and uh i enjoyed that and that was my favorite part so i give it a good eight out of ten nice palpatine clones it was it was enjoyable read on the main parts that that I read, I read most of it, but, but you know, some things I didn't just focus on. I just kind of did a little speed reading. <laughs> what about you? What score would you give it? Well, first of all, I didn't Steven skip any of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I, I will, I will agree with you. There's some characters. Uh, it's like, eh, I could care less about that, but you, you got that in the, Star Wars comics, you know, there there are some kind of throwaway characters that no one really cares about. And that's true. Um, but I didn't Steven skip it. <laughs> um, as Julie, far as the art, I'm sorry, go ahead. Duly noted. <laughs> um, as far as the artwork goes, like I said, the, the cover art for all six issues are beautiful and amazing. Go check them out. Uh, they do a great job. The uh, inside art is, eh, it, it's not the best. It's not the worst. And, that's true and sometimes if you got a compelling enough story, it can override the artwork and, you know, and, and make up for the lack of artwork. And I think this, this series does that. I think the okay. story is just good enough that it makes up for the lack of inside artwork in it. Um, if the artwork would have been equivalent to the cover art, I think that oh, would have made it much more better. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> Thank you to my wonderful wife for bringing me a Diet Coke. Um, anyway, uh, so 
I too will give this eight out of ten cloned palpatines. Right on. Very nice. Very nice. Well, um, okay, so with that, if we were to give kind of a, a overview of the kind of the comic books, what would be the best way to say it? Um, I mean, we we got the plot summary that you did before, but there's this there's this battle that's happening over this planet. The rebellion's getting wrecked, but they're stealing star destroyers, which was just awesome. Yeah, you I know, love that the thing. rebellion had taken over some star destroyers. That is cool. You know, that was that very cool. Great thing in the sequels. You know, yeah. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many missed opportunities in the sequels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, these starting stories that were menacing because they were evil, but now they're in the hands of the Republic. I was like, this is so cool. But um, obviously they didn't know how to really command them very well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the crash on this planet, you know, Luke's there, you know, and then, you know, Han and Leia go in to try to save him. They find him to save him, but he's like, no, nope, I can't go. There's a big presence here. And like this vortex, this force vortex occurs. And then, um, and then he goes into the force vortex, which takes him to this particular planet. If I got that yeah, right. I don't remember what the name of the planet was. They gave it. Right. But it was the place where, Palpatine's home world the way they did it you know rather than being or home his home base not his home planet excuse me uh which you know wasn't Coruscant or whatever that was his you know kind of like how we saw I equated it to like, like how we saw Bad Batch and it was Dooku's you know stronghold or his war chest I would have equated it to in the sequel trilogy it was Ilum that the that where the emperor was at and he had that arena or stadium where all those people were at, which was weird. Weird. Didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, um, but yeah, this was long before that. So that's, I, I like the name Ilum. I think that's a cool name. That's, that's about the only thing in sequel. Trilogy right. That, super cool. But it, is, uh, it is that kind of a thing and yeah. where he's there and then, you know, that would be it, one of the similarities in this story to the sequel trilogy, I would say, actually. Yeah, the location and then the whole I, I think. Well, I don't want to go into too much just yet, but the, the aspect that he's there, uh, Luke comes in, you know, and it's it is the whole thing. It is your destiny. And it's in, your destiny. And Luke yeah. starts learning the dark side. Oh, I almost forgot. I do have a little show and tell for this episode. Okay. So seeing how Luke goes to the dark side, uh, a couple of years ago, I decided to make a custom Kenner action figure. And I have my very own dark side Luke that I used the original, the, the vintage uh, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Although he's got... Vintage Darth Vader arms. <laughs> okay. Hence the lightsaber coming out of his hand. And yeah. he has General Hux's coat. 
<laughs> so there's my dark side look. I like that. We'll have to put okay. pictures on the on the page yeah, for those I'll, who are I'll, doing the audio version. Right. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. So no, no, no. So um, so that's the big premise. So then Luke goes to the dark side. Leia goes to try to rescue him, you know, goes back to try to rescue him. He's like, don't come, don't come. Doing that, you know, force vision right. thing and stuff like that. We even get Which a glimpse was of cool because he kind of did what he did in The Last Jedi. Yes. So, again, absolutely. another aspect that I think they borrowed from this comic series dark empire mm -hmm. right so, which was really one of the best parts of dark empire just like oh i'm not even here i'm like what the what you know I thought like, he was really there right yeah yeah which means so, that and that was pre last jedi and i enjoyed that that twist in the last jedi oh heck that was pre uh prequel trilogy <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah that's before uh george lucas's attempt so mm -hmm. yeah so then it's like oh no luke's gone to the dark side you know that was the cool plot twist for me and um and then as we kind of walk through that you know then you know leah tries to go to him and then you shouldn't have come here then you know i'm here to save you i'm doing this my way you know lucas like i'm doing this for the good of everybody and i'm like what are you talking about you know and that moved into the second plot twist um Which he reveals you know. that basically he hasn't turned to the dark side so much but he's trying to infiltrate the empire is what he's yeah. trying he was he was throwing some big battles off kind of a thing you know they had these big old war machines kind of war destroyers world destroyers kind of like from kind of like from man of steel i i equated it a little bit you know the man of steel the big world destroyers was and they i thought they were better than the the star destroyers with the uh basically the the laser it's, it's oh, a light from the sequel trilogy yeah mm. the sequel trilogy they basically had the laser of the death star incorporated mm -hmm. into them so they were world killers mm -hmm. um so yeah they borrowed this idea but i thought it was pulled off better in the comic book than it was in the film mm -hmm. you know agreed so. agreed well i think it was pulled off in the latest latest episode of bad batch too you know where they they there's that little oh yeah um, um oh yeah i gotta say um last bad batch episode i really enjoyed I know this isn't mm -hmm. a Bad Batch episode, but we're, we're not breaking down each of the episodes of Bad Batch. So um, I really enjoyed it. And I love the fact that they brought Gunji back from, from Clone Wars. Or from, yeah, or Rebels. Was he, I don't remember if it was Clone Wars or Rebels. Anyway, when they had the young Jedi. I guess it was Clone Wars because Ahsoka was with them. And uh, yeah, it was. It was because that was David Tennant from Doctor Who played the the instructor robot on teaching them how to make their uh, lightsabers. Uh, but I like Gunji. He's a good character. He's a really cool character, and he was back for this episode, so I was really happy to see that. Yep. Yep. I thought it was familiar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, move along. But that, that world, yes, move along. Move along. 
But that world destroyer, I thought was was neat. But you find Luke was really kind of behind, kind of doing some sabotage, you know, kind of a thing with those, and and then even getting into R two, all the big battle plans or all the big schematics for everything, you know, and is and yeah, when he know. downloads like all the information into and three PO is worried that he's going to overload his circuits or whatever. That was that was pretty right. cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. And then 3PO gets pissed at R2. <laughs> it says that he wished that a, one of the world destroyers would have ate him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was that funny, was man. That was classic. Yeah. But you do see Luke lose himself. He even says it's too late for me. And Leia's like, no, it's not. There's still good in you, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. And, and I even that was good. Yoda. Mm-hmm. They they actually quoted Yoda a couple times in it because they quote you know if you go down this path you you cannot return and then mm-hmm. uh, they both quoted Yoda um, I forget what they what the quote was now shoot I should have wrote that down but anyway there were a couple times where they quoted Yoda and I like that mm-hmm. nice nice callbacks to the original trilogy it was it was nice connections and uh but you know what but you know that's the whole thing well loot you know your dad came back you know kind of a thing so yeah made it awkward awkward for all those little kid force ghosts you know having to deal with you know anakin skywalker you killed us awkward this is (laughs) true very true uh yeah hopefully luke doesn't have to go through that (laughs) right right but then you know but realistically, he has that crisis. Then you realize there's this whole thing where um, Palpatine has clones. That's how he's able to survive for so long. That you know, and it even goes back to there are some things of the dark of, of the Force, the dark side of the Force that seem unnatural. I was like, okay, that was you know, we kind of get some of that in the sequel trilogy. And I thought, okay, this is where they got that from. That whole concept, you know, with the clones and the clone thing it was even referenced i think in one of the video games the star wars battlefront 2 and there's a kind of a scene at the end where it mentions about the whole thing about clones and the emperor wow. and um and so a big battle and luke's trying to you know destroy every single one of the clone um stasis chambers for all the different ones and but then one one it, you know he's able to transfer his essence into one that, you know, that final one, he missed one and then they have a big battle, you know, kind of a thing. And then it, it's a, it was kind of an interesting story of how Luke thought he had to do it alone. His responsibility only, only to find out that, that, you know, that responsibility is with his family and with his friends, they do it together. And I thought, Oh, that was nice. So everybody, that's the big part of the story. I mean, um, there are some of those comics I was like 27 page. Each one was like 27 pages. And I was like, okay, anything happen? <laughs> you get a couple of big events in each one, but for the most part, I, I really enjoyed the story. Okay. I wanted to go back to, this is the introduction to uh, book three battle for calamari oh great yes the introductions um, were always a good recap of what all happened yeah the previous. they did a very good job of that i really like that and it it looks kind of like the opening of all the star wars films, opening you know? the opening crawl yes it the opening it, it it has the format of the opening crawl obviously mm-hmm. it's not because it's a comic book um 
But I really like the intro to number three because, again, I go back to Poe po Dameron in in uh, Rise of Skywalker saying, somehow the Emperor, Emperor came back. And it's like, yeah, that was dumb. That was just stupid. You know, mm-hmm. no reason behind it whatsoever. Comic books did a much more better job much more better job in explaining and walking us through that that is correct cheers everybody so i'm going to read to you i'm going to read to you the intro brought to a sinister and beautiful world called bis by the way b y s s luke skywalker finds himself the prisoner of emperor palpatine now triumphantly alive as the villainous emperor explains to luke it was to bis that his living energy was transported when his diseased and corrupted body was destroyed by Darth Vader. On Biss, he took a new clone body, as had many as he had many times before. So this isn't the Emperor's first time doing this, by the way. He he's done it multiple times. Once restored to physical life, the Emperor allowed the Civil War to rage on while he quietly and patiently rebuilt his forces, preparing a massive final blow against all who would deny him everlasting dominion over the Empire. Even now, as Luke appears to fall upon the Emperor's ever-expanding power, massive engines of destruction are inflicting death blows to the floating cities of calamari long-standing allies of the rebel alliance and oh, that's response, right it was all taking place there that's right right the big battle now i i have to say i like the way calamari is done in uh the clone wars because it's all underwater and and it to me that makes more sense than these floating cities i don't get that but you know and mm-hmm. eh, we'll, we'll, we'll move past that in response to Admiral Akbar's urgent commands, the rebel destroyer Emancipator, love that name, <laughs> mm-hmm. together with an armada of frigates and star cruisers, makes the hyperspace jump to Calamari Waterworld. Oh, okay. They do have the Waterworld. All right. I was confused by that. Ready to engage the Emperor's world devastators. Much better job. And explaining why the emperor is how the emperor is back, just then some stu- stupid little throwaway line. Well, somehow he returned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always hated that. Um, yeah, read the comic books, guys. <laughs> ILM, yeah. read the comic books, it would help you a lot to read the comic books. That's all I got to say, right. <laughs> Let, let me ask you this. What do you think is why why is Dark Empire such an important aspect of the whole uh, you know, really the Star Wars franchise in and of itself? I mean, we've mentioned the connection to the movies and and, and this is kind of where I'm headed with this or mm-hmm. why I'm asking this is because the sequel trilogy seems to have borrowed not successfully. No, no, no. Uh, because the comics, as you're saying, are much more better, much Cheers. more better and how the emperor comes back. And, and I think that's, you know, well, the comic books tackled the whole clone thing much more better, by the way, too. Um, in fact, uh, Matt Smith, again, of Doctor Who, he was the 11th doctor. 
uh, Matt Smith originally was cast to play a young emperor. And I was super excited about that. One, I like Matt Smith. Two, I like Doctor Who. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. up until this latest Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> but I, I think Matt would have just been fabulous as a young oh emperor. Gosh, I think he would have been incredible. And 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 I thought they were going the route of Dark Empire with that. I thought for sure he was going to play a young cloned version excuse me the diet coke's talking back to me yeah um i thought for sure he was going to play a young clone version of the emperor Mm -hmm. i think if they would have went that route i think it would have come out a lot better than what they did yeah and i don't understand why they can that idea i think it's dumb you know the the whole idea of the clones is is a fabulous idea you know, the, the mm-hmm. emperor came up with the idea of the clones so that he could live on. The problem with the clones is the the power of the dark side would just just drain the clone and, and just kill them. They wouldn't last long. And that was his issue. He couldn't keep a clone body for long enough to stay into it, you know. Mm-hmm. So the idea with this series is, as we find out as it goes along, Leia is pregnant with, now they don't say the name, but we know, at least I know because I've read a lot of the, the uh, legends, I hate that title, uh, comic or books, but we know that she has three children and she's already had the twins according to the, this comic series. Mm-hmm. Jason and Jaina, which I absolutely love. And then the third child is Anakin, Anakin Solo. Um, and I love Anakin, by the way, too. too. He's, he's a great character. So we find out she's pregnant with Anakin. And the Emperor knows it. He can detect it. And the Emperor is like, I'm taking your child. And he's taking yeah. So he can take over the body because he knows that that is a Jedi and... It can withstand the power. The clones can't. That is so much better a storyline than we, we got yes. in the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, I think in the sequel trilogy, it was highlighted a little bit. Like, I will live through you, Ray. You know, right. kind of a thing. Yeah, they, they the highlighted power. Mm-hmm. The idea was there, but it, it wasn't conve- conveyed very well. In my right. opinion, it wasn't. Um, and it was this whole, uh, all of the Jedi in, in are inside of me and all the dark sides. And I hated that too. It was dumb. Right. I mean, the only thing good that came out of that was we got the voices of several of past Jedi, which included cool. Ahsoka, which was mm-hmm. cool. I liked that. You know, even Anakin's voice was in there. You know, right. Anakin Skywalker's voice was in there. I thought that was cool too. But I don't know. It just it didn't come across good in the movie. I didn't like it. Right. You know? um, this story is a lot better. They should have ran with this. They really should have. Yeah. I just don't understand why not. Now, I have a question. Well, first of all, I want to state that uh, Mark Hamill actually had the idea of Luke Skywalker turning to the dark side years ago. Um, actually, before this comic series came out. Now, mm-hmm. 
Mark even says, he goes, look, I'm an actor, not a writer. So this might be stupid. <laughs> so his idea of the way to pull it off, I didn't like at all, but I love the idea of Luke turning to the dark side. And, mm. and especially in this, cause it's, it's pretty temporary. You know, it's not a permanent thing. Um, <laughs> Mark Hamill's idea was return of the Jedi. The end of return of the Jedi happens. Darth Vader dies. And then Luke picks up Vader's lightsaber and says, now I am Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I don't like his idea of how that happens. Right. I think that's just dumb right. and it would be a stupid way to, to what would be a that was one thing we didn't get was what would be Luke Skywalker's Darth name. We did not get that in this. Yeah, it didn't. It just called him what Supreme Commander Skywalker is all. Yeah, all like Supreme it. Commander Snoke. Supreme Commander. I think, oh, so I, that's probably where they got that one too. I bet you they oh, they got a lot yeah. from that. I didn't it was Supreme Commander Smoke Snoke. Yeah, it was. And Snoke was. Oh gosh, that was such a disappointment. So when he was introduced in the Force Awakens, oh, it was great. like oh, I enjoyed it. It was intriguing. And then he's just slaughtered so quickly in Last Jedi. And then you just mm -hmm. find out he's just a failed clone attempt of the Emperor. And it's like, okay, well, that mm -hmm. was a complete throwaway character. It was a waste. It was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it was a waste of films, films time. Uh, uh, so bad. So badly mm -hmm. done. I don't, I don't know what their problem is. <laughs> this, all right. they should have ran with this. I, uh, Oh, right. I didn't know I was going to be so frustrated with the, the sequel trilogy with this episode. Right. That's okay. So what, what would you have named? Like if Darth, if, if Luke had a Darth name, what would it be? Oh yeah. Uh, man, that's tough. Now I think I have a reason why he didn't get a Darth name in this. I think it's because it what? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, because the emperor could foresee that, that Luke was basically trying to, inf he knew that Luke was trying to infiltrate the empire. Yes. So he just didn't bother with, I'm not giving you a Darth name because you're not actually a Sith. So I think that's why we mm -hmm. didn't get a, a, a Sith name to this. Oh, wow. Darth. Man, that's a good question. That's a good question. Doth I'm not sure. I had to, that one. I had to ponder for a while. I don't know what would it be a good right. Darth. I wish we had Mark Hamill here. I bet he'd come up with something off the top of his head too. He's oh, probably no, thought about it. Well, ever since he said, "Oh, Darth Vader," now I am Darth Vader. What? Well, yeah, it's true. He just did say, "I am Darth Vader." So maybe Mark wouldn't have a good idea. <laughs> right? Where's Dave Filoni when we need him? That'd be the man to talk to. <laughs> right. I'm not sure. What do you think? I don't know. We've already got, what are the Darths that we know of? Revan, Tyrannus. We have Darth Revan, we have Tyrannus, we have uh, uh, Darth Maul, um, mm -hmm. Darth Sidious, which is the emperor himself. Actually, I love that mm -hmm. name. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to do some uh, 
checking in a thesaurus or something. <laughs> right. Where's Chad Doth, GTV? Doth Insidious. No, I'm just kidding. I was thinking about that movie. You got, you got Chad GTV up by any chance? Oh, I could get it up. Hey, this would be kind of fun. Everybody, we've been that would be a great idea GTP to and having a good, good time with it. Yeah, ask Chat GTP what would be a good Darth name for Luke Skywalker if Luke right. did go to the dark side. I do like that idea. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good question. Oh, oh, Chat GTP is at capacity right now. Oh. <laughs> Said, nope, you're not getting in. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll get it. I'll get back in. I'll throw this out to our viewers and listeners. If go. you got a good idea for, for yeah. Luke's Darth name, um, throw it throw it into the uh into the comments or uh send us a message or email us and who knows, we might we might go back to that on an episode. I like that idea. <clears throat> Considering we're not doing this live tonight this will be this is a pre-recorded episode for those of you who do not yes. know that <laughs> we probably should have said stood, stated that wow. yeah okay so it gave me 10 darth names in the star wars universe You're oh right. you did manage to get in okay i did get in yeah. all right let's see darth, what chat GTV says yeah darth vader darth we'll sidious see. darth maul Darth Tyrannus, Darth Plagueis, uh, Darth Nihilus, Darth Crate, Darth Revan, oh, Darth Malak, and Darth Bane. Ah, uh, okay. But now if, ask it if, if Luke Skywalker, Luke. yeah, Skywalker turned to the dark side. What would be a Darth name for him? Nice. If Luke Skywalker turned to the dark side, it's likely he would adopt a Darth name following the Sith tradition of the Sith. A suitable name for him could be Darth Vader 2. No, that's horrible. Or or Darth Luke. However, it's important to note that these names are not canon and are only speculation. (laughs) Those are terrible names. Terrible names. Ah, Chat GTV, you fail. (laughs) I give you an F on this one. Oh, horrible. Get, they didn't Darth, even give it an effort. You're right. Darth Luke. Darth Luke. Darth Vengeance. Darth Vengeance. Darth. I'm making that up. I don't know. Vengeance is uh, mine, saith the Lord. <laughs> right. Uh, Darth. It's interesting uh, names. That'd be kind of, that's kind of fun to think about. I realize. What's, what's a different word for vengeance? See, I told I you. We sources for that. It is a. Different word uh, for vengeance. And the answer is retaliation, revenge, payback, recompense, wrath, punishment, avengement, righteous indignation, retribution, blood revenge. And none of those states, those that list. Modif- modifying the terms as Darth names. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Darth retaliation, Darth revenge, Darth payback, Darth recompense, Darth wrath. 
Darth punishment, Darth avengement, Darth righteous indignation, Darth retribution, Darth bullet rage. Like That's not quite what I meant, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of those. Right. Um, what's another word we could go off of? Vengeance, hatred, um, anger. I'm just trying to think of all Sith attributes. Right. Uh, vengeance, hatred. It'd be great if I had this. Sith uh, uh, code up. Okay, so you, if you look up um, like names that mean anger, uh, you could go Diablo. <laughs> Spanish origin and refers to people Darth with an Diablo? angry and evil per- personality. Hmm. That's eh, kind of acceptable. Do me a favor, well, let me Let see me give you the find, list. See if you can find the... Uh, the uh, Sith code for me. Do a search for Sith code. Here's uh, he- here's what it gave. Um, so here are some names that have meaning of anger in various cultures and languages. Number one, Latin is Aries, Arius. In Sanskrit, yeah. it's Kalinda. In English, Kestrel. Kestrel. Or in Greek, it's Galen. Like Galen Merrick kind of a thing. English right. Fawn, Blaze, English, Fury, English, Scottish is Tormod, Tormod, Tormod's probably a better way to say it. Babylonian Balthazar, Balthazar, and Polish is Zarek. So you could do something like, like Darth Darth Zarek. Yeah, I kinda like Darth Zarek and Bal Balthazar. Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Balthazar. Babylonian Balthazar. Mm-hmm. I like See, Darth that's Zarek. the kind of that's the kind of things that George Lucas would use. He would he would use Greek and and stuff like that. He would go into other thing, other languages and stuff like that. Um, no, some of those ideas are much much more better. <laughs> I'm hitting it this right, time. right on. Much more better. I think I drank all mine. I drank all mine. See, I got half. So of that. I asked yeah. it to do it. So it's redoing them as. Um, just Darth Tormo, Darth Balthazar, Darth Zarek. Um, Megan, find the Sith code? Mm-hmm. Okay, do me a favor. Read the Sith code for us, please. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall free me. I was wondering if there was something we could use in the Sith code to lead us to a Darth name, but not exactly. I, I do like the Sith code though. It's pretty cool. The Sith code is interesting. Here's what chat GPT is saying about it. Cause then I had it, had it look it up or do it. Nice. It said the Sith code is a set of principles that guided the beliefs and actions of the Sith order in the star Wars universe. It is as follows. Peace is a lie. There is only passion through passion. I gain strength through strength. I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall free me. And then it says this. The Sith Code emphasizes the pursuit of personal power and the rejection of peace and compassion, which are seen as weaknesses. It serves as a guide for the behavior of Sith Lords and Apprentices and is a fundamental part of the Sith philosophy. Nice. Nice. Uh, I think the Sith Code is very interesting. I, I really like that. We could really it is fascinating. <laughs> Yeah, who knew we'd go into all this? 
Yeah, that could be another episode there. <laughs> we right. could go through the Sith code and the Jedi code for another episode. We might, we it might be still- a good story of Luke Skywalker going to the dark side, uh, known as Darth Zarek. Zarek. Okay, so uh, we're going with Darth Zarek. Yeah, known as Darth Zarek. Uh, Darth Zarek. That's so funny. He goes, I'm an AI language model. I don't have the ability to write stories, but I can suggest a possible storyline for Darth Zarek. Well, isn't that what you're asking? I mean, come on. Right. It's kind of funny. I don't know. No, I who won't write we, a book. For who you. knew we take this Dark Empire review into a more a more f- store bigger story with Luke continuing? <clears throat> well, there is a Dark Empire too. I don't think I've ever read it though. There is a Dark Empire too. I almost started to read it. I was like, well, I ran out of time. I don't so, think I have all the issues of Dark Empire too, but I know they're available in the Marvel yeah. app. Here's it. Luke Skywalker, driven by a desire for greater power and frustrated with the limitations of the Jedi Order. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. He begins to explore the teachings of the dark side. Over time, he becomes increasingly disillusioned with the Jedi and begins to embrace the philosophies of the Sith. As he grows in power and mastery of the dark side, Luke decides to break away from the Jedi and fully embrace his new identity as Darth Zarek. He becomes a ruthless and cunning Sith Lord, using his powers to further his own ambitions and conquer his enemies. Despite his newfound power, Darth Zarek is haunted by the memories of his past as a Jedi and the relationships he left behind. He must struggle with the knowledge that he has betrayed everything he once held dear and must come to terms with the consequences of his actions. As Darth Zarek grows in power, he becomes a threat to the stability of the galaxy, forcing the Jedi and the Galactic Republic to unite against him. A final confrontation between Darth Zarek and his former friends and allies leads to a showdown that will determine the fate of the galaxy. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'd like to see it incorporate rather than just his ambitions um, and conquering his enemies. But, um, uh, well, I may have it like uh, restate that synopsis synopsis but using the sith code as a guide um and um luke's friends pull him back uh to the light side um at the end, there we go. So we'll see what it says. Okay. <clears throat> Here's Wait. a revised synopsis of the story of Darth Zarek that incorporates the Sith Code and redemption arc for Luke Skywalker. That's pretty impressive. Nice. So it's writing it right now. So, but anyway, Dark Empire. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about Dark Empire. When we went this whole way. Uh, I, I really enjoy Dark Empire. I think it's a great series. Um, if you are, 
well, obviously, if you're watching this, you're a fan of Star Wars. So <laughs> why would you not be watching this episode if you weren't a fan of Star Wars? Um, so, yeah, I would highly recommend it if you've never read it. I think it's a, a better idea for a sequel trilogy than what we got as a sequel trilogy. I know I yeah. do a lot of hate on the sequel trilogy, but, but this really is a much better story than, than that yeah. was. So. Yeah. It was good. you could see the connections. You could see that there's some different connections that they yes. were using. They just didn't explain it as well in the movies um, as they did as they did in the comic book series. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, and and there's just ideas that they they should have went more into that they they started, you know, they they had those seeds there. They had the seeds there. They just mm-hmm. they just didn't cultivate them. Mm-hmm. You know Agreed. what I mean? Agreed. Yep. Yep. Very much so. I have a question for you. Do you think this story could have worked, but if we would have plugged Ray into it somehow, if we would have incorporated Ray into this story, maybe she takes the Luke Skywalker role in this. So, so we get the introduction to Ray in The Force Awakens, mm. which, by the way, I do enjoy The Force Awakens. I think it's a good movie. It's just the other two movies have tainted it for me. That's that's mm-hmm. the problem. I think it was a great introduction to Ray, and I, I think it, it introduced a lot of uh, intrigue into Ray. But mm-hmm. let's say they went off. They they you know they did Force Awakens basically the same way it was, and then. Uh, the Last Jedi, they have more of the training of Rey, but a better way of doing it. I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. how, how to flesh that out, but let, let's say we fleshed out a little bit better training of Rey. And then for the third movie, they actually plug Rey into the Luke Skywalker position of this, where she, where the Emperor does come back using the clones, but she's mm-hmm. the one to infiltrate the Empire and take on the role of of Luke in this, where she's the the dark Jedi per se, dark dark, dark Jedi master. Mm-hmm. Words are important, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you could have. Would that work? <clears throat> Do you think we could have done that? I think so. I think you could have because you got a glimpse of it Remember when she got the Sith holocron and then she had the vision and seeing her in her dark side self. I was like, Ooh, Oh, that, that reminds me. We have, we have a Jedi holocron in this. I, I forgot to look it up, but I think this might be the first time holocrons were mentioned in the star Wars universe. Um, you know, what story, what Star Wars? What Star Wars story that holocrons were first introduced? I mean, this is 1991 that this this series came out in, so mm-hmm. it's the earliest I know of of holocrons being mentioned. So I think this might have been the introduction to a holocron. Um, 
it's saying holocrons were first introduced in Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated TV series. Well, this, this is came, obviously this came um, out in 1991. What about in the books and comics? See, that's going by official Star Wars canon. Mm-hmm. It's not taken in, in into consideration the legends, so it doesn't say. Yeah, see, I think this is the first time holocrons were introduced into the Star Wars universe. Which I yeah, find I'd go with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if anyone else knows of, of an earlier mention than 1991 of holocrons, please put it in the comments because I would love to 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 know that. But I think right. this is the first time we are introduced to. Jedi holocrons, which is cool. It was very cool. When were holocrons first introduced? Intro. Hey, Megan, can you do a quick search on the internets and see what I you got find? To. Oh, you're doing. Okay. Uh, I thought you were just in GTP, so. It was saying holograms made the first canon appearance in Holocron Heist, the premiere episode. Um, so that probably in canon. Oh, oh, oh. However, they were originally developed by Tom Veach and Cam Kennedy for the Legends comic series Star Wars Dark Empire, published by Dark Horse Comics in 1991, 1992. Very good. Bam. There we go. So, yeah, this is the introduction to Star to Jedi Holocrons, which is pretty darn cool. So, yeah. Another reason to read this series. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I think there's more. I didn't realize it till I read it. And now, now we're having more discussions about it, that there's more to Dark Empire in a connection to the sequel trilogy. They had set up and then they, they it sounds like they used Dark Empire to lean in on some things, you know, about Palpatine primarily. But there are other things in here as well, because they did include holocrons. Granted, it was yep. a Sith holocron that they well, put into it. Actually, they did that that other thing. I, what the heck was that? The I forget what they called it. The thing that guided uh, uh, Kylo Ren to yeah. Kill and I hated that. I hated it. That was mm-hmm. bad. That was stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, take whatever. Yeah. Just <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Agreed. So yeah, uh, Dark Horse or yeah, Dark Horse, uh, Dark Empire definitely had an influence on the sequel trilogy obviously you know from reading this there's just all these little connections to the sequel trilogy but it was done way better in the comic series they they should have ta- they should have adapted more of this comic series into their writings for the sequel trilogy but i i think the problem was you didn't have a cohesive plan for the sequel trilogy you mm. know because J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams started writing things out, and then they decided that they were going with Ruin Johnson for the second film, and then he mm-hmm. basically undid everything that that uh, J.J. had set up, and then J.J. comes in and undoes everything that Ruin Johnson set up. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was more of a battle between the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we had more ego problems in that than, you know, uh, lack of planning, lack right. of planning. That's, that's correct. That's what I get. Yeah. I attribute it all to lack of planning on Disney and 
ILM's part. Agreed. Big All fan. Right. Yep. Well, everybody, Dark Empire, comic book. Check it out. Read it. It's actually pretty good. Eight out of ten right. for me. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that's all I got to say. Um, if you are tuning in, please uh, make sure that you go ahead and like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, make sure and give us a thumbs up on this video and other videos that we've done. And subscribe. The uh, subscription will give you notifications at when we go live, we normally go live on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Central, Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can figure out the rest. I'm not doing all the math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's too too early in the morning for me for that. Right. As, as at the time that. of recording this, but it does help the uh, YouTube uh, algorithm to get us more views we'd really appreciate that make sure you go and like and follow us on facebook that will get any uh uh information of upcoming episodes and i like to post a lot of silly memes there's a lot happening on the facebook page um and uh thanks to the star wars podcasts community for including us we really appreciate you guys appreciate being Um, a part of it yeah, it's, it's a fun thing to do each year, and we have participated in the first. This will be the third year that we've participated and the third year yeah. they've done this. So, yeah. um, obviously, we enjoy Star Wars podcasting. So, thank you, guys. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, anything else, Stephen? Nope. That's it. That's good stuff. Okay. Awesome. With that said, over and out, and... May the force be with you, always. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 